Welcome to day five of uh, Dubai Film Festival. I'm Hin Mazena and with me is Wael Hattar. And today we're going to talk about the virtual reality section of the film festival. And uh, we'll discuss three films, uh, Wolf and Sheep, Nuts, and Ali, the Goat, and Ibrahim. So uh, let's start with the virtual reality, Wael, because I saw you in action. or And the whole thing just looked awkward. Um, well, the, the set is not in any of the cinemas, so everyone is aware. It's, it's kind of in the main area, arena, office outside of the, of the larger cinema where um, the rest of the, kind of the press and everything else meet. In, in Medinet Arena, right? So not in the mall. Yes, in Medina Arena. And uh, funnily enough, though, they had two or three other different VR things. So I have to say from a, from a kind of a marketing understanding, and Samsung is one of the few brands that took the sponsorship and really did something with it. Mm. So whether we like it or don't like it, actually did something to develop their brand and connect. And that's, from a marketing point of view, a very good intelligent strategy. So good activation of the space and uh, the equipment and their branding. Yeah, I mean, a, a good use of, a very good and intelligent use of sponsorship, which is what a lot of brands, because you keep seeing brands coming in and out, the sponsor, oh, we're not getting anything out of it. You know, this is them. This is, they're doing it. They're doing it well. Now to get to the actual films that they had in the VR, they were cut up into five different sections, each one, sessions. Each one had two different short films. Um, the, I saw one of them, and I refused to watch another one. And uh, a, a couple of friends of mine or a couple of other people were able to, to watch a few, and I got some feedback from them. So the two that I saw, one was called Oblivion, which is a Chinese-French dance piece, quite a short one. And then another one was an American one called Knives. So uh, with the dance one, I went basically because I like dance. I'm like, let's, let's test it out with something that has beautiful movement and stuff. Um, they didn't, this one was just, they were dancing around it. It was middle, so I had to turn around a little bit, which was bothering for a dance, so it did not work. When it comes to knives, that actually was a very good use of the camera and the angles and everything else, but the acting and the script was just bland. And okay, bland is a nice word, terrible. Um, so, but then when I asked around other people, they told me there was another couple of, uh, there was an Emirati one called Flash, which was just also kind of there was no story there putting it together and then there was a, a couple of ones where they show you different um, forests and, and things and two people two different people saw that one and they told me that one of them was the, the colors were so plasticky that it didn't feel real they used to there and took a look around but there was nothing there so what i gathered and some other ones so what i gathered in as a, as a total overall is that it was a very it was more like a, a technical view of what we can do like an example that comes you know the free cd that comes with your cd player kind of thing mm-hmm. of what you can technically do with this but no actual people who are filmmakers didn't allow there was one or two bigger names that did some other stuff but i but from the trailers alone you could see it was just awkward and clunky and and uh, I mean I, I know they advertise it as the future of cinema already but I think maybe give it a few years before we sell something we don't really know mm. yeah right. I mean yeah I guess yeah they look they felt like commercials or ads uh, might be a good description I mean based, again based on what I saw like I didn't experience just because the whole viewing area was very public and you know you put this headset and your eyes are covered and you're kind of reacting through this virtual reality and you have this audience standing around and watching and taking pictures so I knew I was not going to take part in this but yeah I just then wonder when why is this promoted as you know this could be the future film viewing and because again it's about storytelling and narrative and uh, um, 
fine. Maybe the situation, the whole thing changes like 50, 60 years from now. And yeah, we, that's how we'll be watching movies. Uh, but yeah, it was just a weird uh, way. But I guess, yeah, it was a whole part of kind of sponsorship and maybe an introduction and what the technology can do. And hopefully in the right hands in the future, it will do the right thing. I mean, I can, I can totally see it working for inter- immersive gaming. Right. Or if uh, I mean, I went to one of those interactive theater shows, if that was filmed, then it can work to, to not be there uh, for those things. So in that sense, yes. But somebody somebody who actually is interested in using it can can use it well rather than dump a few things on us kind of half baked. A film to watch uh, via virtual reality. Yeah, I guess. So let's move on to something kind of actually palatable in terms of, of films and, 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 and work. Um, I had a collection of films that I saw yesterday. I wanted to try a few different things. The first one I saw was uh, Wolf and Sheep, which is um, an, Af- an Af- Afghani main, main film uh, that was uh, done by the director Shahbaranu Sadat. And from the little, a little I read from it is that these are kind of based on stories from her family and her kind of not her direct family, but kind of families of her parents and around that she bought in. What was really interesting about this film is that it you sitting in it and, and it kind of it's lost between a documentary and 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 a feature, which is great because it is hyper real in the sense that all of them were using their real names and they're all villagers, so it's not like they're thespians with proper, you know, so they barely know how to do it, but it was shot beautifully. But then again, with these kind of mountains, you put a camera anywhere, mm-hmm. and you have beautiful shots. The um, the characters were easy flowing, there were bits and pieces of stories, but um, I know it's enchanting in a way, but but for me, a little bit when it comes to kind of this, it's, it's a tiny bit of a cop-out where you're just going to point it in that, let's go to that documentary end, where the stories never... Gone, went anywhere. The uh, the characters never went anywhere. So it was a tiny bit loose. And I, and I know a lot of people kind of un- appreciate the slice of life, but this was too slicey for life. There was because you could feel that there was a story somewhere, but it just didn't kind of connect together. But otherwise, um, it looked wonderful. The, the the characters were human. It was a a great documentary esque look at at that life there. Yeah, this is the one I'm. Uh, I think I've completely missed it this uh, at this festival, and I'm, I regret that. I mean, I've heard like it looks stunning. Uh, um, it could there could be a sequel, meaning like yeah, that there was something lacking that could be could have been said more. And uh, yeah, I think visually, I think it was good and one worth seeing on the big screen, which I guess I missed out on, and so hopefully it comes my way. But uh, um, I guess moving on from Wolf and Sheep, you then moved on to watch Nuts, a Lebanese film. Yes. I wanted a, a break from the hustle and bustle and, and, and dreary drama of kind of independent art and art house movies. So I'm like, let's go with some mainstream uh, gun action kind of funness because it from the from the trailer and I read about it, it was just two girls, one of them into gambling and kind of that world. So it's a very I, I walked in knowing it was a mainstream esque type of actiony thriller kind of stuff, but unfortunately I was a tiny bit upset. By um, I don't know if it's, it's it's because of the production or because of the director Henri Barbez, but it's it looked it was too polished. It was too advertising. Look look at our beautiful country. I mean, first of all, Beirut. I've never seen it that clean ever in my entire life. So already that is kind of a bit on the advertising side rather than a film. And and then being a heist film with bad people and prostitution and and gangs and 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 you know all that stuff. It, it wanted to be gritty and it had those kind of break-ins with it. It wanted to be a, a, a British 
uh, gangster type film. A Guy Ritchie. Uh, Guy Ritchie or anything else with the, the what's his name Bond. He did a few with rock and roll and all of those. So you, it we wanted to be this gritty, edgy, fantasticy type film, but it was just polished and beautiful scenery and. And shiny, shiny things. It's like the color. It's like, you know, you can add a bit of grading. You can, and now we're going technical, but it takes you out. It takes you out of believing in that. So it's just too clean, I guess. And I guess this is the problem, or maybe not in facing Arabic cinema. You, 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 if you go too mainstream, you can't do anything new and interesting with the script because the story itself was fun. But then if you go too gritty, you'll miss the whole presentation in the cinema and you have like three, four Scandinavians watching it and that's about it. I mean, when you describe it as being really very slick, like, did you feel like something out of kind of the uh, Lebanese tourist board? Come visit Beirut. Uh, no, no, it's not, it's not even that. At least that, that one has character. This is more like a bank commercial. Oh. Kind of, you know, these wide shots and things and look how much money we spent on this. It, it, was, it was completely the opposite end. I've seen romantic comedies shot with more reality and, and you know, less... I, I mean... I guess if, if you want to compare it, it looked like a, a, a cool American action film with, like with Tom Cruise and a lot of money where everything had to be retouched and, and beautiful, but then wanting to feel like a British underground dirty film because that was what the script is and the style, but it, it just clashed. So I, I was never dragged into the film. Okay. Is, it some, is it something you think that will probably get white, like a cinema release and the audiences will go and see it like a, is it a big crowd pleaser type of film I don't know what, what Arabic general audiences want because it's definitely look at least on, on price it's definitely new in terms of story in terms of heistiness in terms of that so I would and and there was no nudity in it there was, there was a lot of swearing a lot of talking a lot of allusion to naughty things happening um, so I think it would be able to get a release so at least then it would be a bit different and then hopefully the masses would say, okay, no, this is too mass. You can, you can make it gritty. We can handle ourselves. But um, I don't know, I'll hope for the best. And, you know, things always get better and better. At least, at least from a mainstream point of view, it's a, it's, a, it's a good step forward. And then finally, we took that and went all the way to the other end of it. You and I both watched Ali the Goat and Ibrahim, which was a surreal Egyptian film that is kind of... that looked wonderful but was still dirty and the people were who they were and the language used was who they were how was your first impact for, of it and then how did that change over the the few the, the hours afterwards since and now that we're talking yeah i mean that was like my uh, it redeemed my day yesterday just because like i only watched one film yesterday that's never happened to me in the past because i'm this cold that I've been fighting. No, you're just losing your edge. You can uh, confess, confess. Is it my age? Yeah. So, yeah, like... Edge, edge, not <laughs> And age. <laughs> but I just... So, yeah, so this was, you know, after 10, and I'm like, this better be good because I was not in the mood. Um, and fine, I mean, I read the description. You brought it to my attention, and the storyline said something about, like, Ali, who uh, is in love with a goat, and we're like, yeah, let's go and see what this movie is about. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's more kind of absurd instead of surreal. And it started off like it, 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 it was just delightful. It was great to watch. The storyline is Ali, the goat, called Nada and Ibrahim. And, uh, and Ali is in love with Nada, the goat. And uh, Ibrahim hears 
weird sounds in his head. And he's these two freaks, you know, who don't kind of belong to the wider community where they live. Um, and it's part road story, uh, kind of a road trip story. It's a, it, it eventually leads to kind of you understand what issues they're suffering and why they are who they are. And, you know, so it touches upon kind of abandonment, uh, you know, depression, uh, there's vulnerability. So, and it's also interesting to see kind of Arab men represented that way on the big screen versus, you know, the macho or the romantic lead. And these two, yeah, like I think they just found each other and, and, and trying to like be, create some positivity. And uh, like, and it was the first feature for the director, uh, Sharif El-Bandari, who has only done shorts before, which I've not seen. But it started, like I remember the opening credit, it's that story by Ibrahim Batut, but the screenwriting, I forgot his name, I apologize. So I already... Apologies, but I so already was uh, drawn to that. I'm like, oh, I'm sure there's something to this, and yeah, like it was such a great surprise, and we both really enjoyed it, and we both walked out like, how about that? And I mean, really well filmed, really great humor, quite punchy, um, uh, some laugh out lines, um, and and some tender moments, and was was it was just such a pleasure to see it and uh wow i i said yesterday the preacher should have been the opening film of diff like this should have been the opening film of diff and yeah and and uh for me at least i i, I mentioned i've been mentioning for a while I've, I've been this season i wanted to look for quirkier odder little films and this was like uh, ticked all the boxes of clever intelligent emotional and quirky and uh and also the the, before I get into kind of the details of it, um, I dragged a few of my non-Arab speaking friends yesterday. And then today, because it was another showing, I forced some of the other ones to go. And these uh, foreigners uh, connected with the film. And so going into a lot of the times, because you, you get into these films and it's all just from that country or just all just Arabs. And we never get the marketing in, in larger cinemas here for all these other films. So I guess this is a way of showing them if you have a decent film that's not a kind of... Um, uh, larger Bollywood-esque type thing, it, you can get people to understand it and adapt it even though they're not from that country. Yeah, I mean, again, it's down to good writing uh, and luckily, and they were thanking the producers. They said this one wouldn't have been made if they didn't have the backup and it took five years for the director mm. to make. So again, I mean, it's interesting hearing how long it takes to get something good on the screen and, and that's true to the director's vision. And um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's universal. So it didn't delve into the issues of Egypt and Cairo post-revolution there were hints and things said but it, that wasn't kind of the key story this could have been set anywhere and uh, and that's it and that's why I think it would appeal to a non-Arabic speaking audience uh, because there is a universe, uh, universal kind of yeah, storyline to it um, and yeah I just really hope it gets a wider release I hope more people see it I think some of the issues is language you know some of it's quite crass and foul and I don't know with censorship in Egypt I don't know how uh, what you know would it would it say as is here if it were going to cinema release it would be cut because it's really weird we, we when we watch English language films swearing isn't cut but it's weird when it's Arabic language you know swearing is an issue Actually, about that, and I, and I hope I don't sound elitist, but the the lower classes or the lower, 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 lower classes, uh, and more so when you have a place like like Cairo, when you do get kind of the ones who live over the, uh, the mausoleums and, and everything else, so with that poverty level, and that's that's that street language, and and I'm and I was really happy that they showed this, and and the and the cast were not extra polished they were like a little bit dirty everything around them was was filthy and and but then but still did not 
stop them from having proper true emotions even though they couldn't discuss it they couldn't and and even like the the, the mental health aspect a bit of it was treated the way they treat it which is curses and things and this happens early on in the film so i'm not mm. spoiling anything mm. so in that aspect everything was taken from that point of view but then realized f- within that setting as well and it was it was it was heartwarming just to to be able to have that i don't know if if that kind of level of, of, of uh, uh, that um, economic level of, of viewers would connect to it as much as we've connected to it, mm-hmm. as some people looking in at another life because it's absurd, or how they would see it, but uh, I don't know. Because I'm glad. I mean, remember the days when after a movie like this, someone will raise their hands. I'm like, you're not showing, you know, Egypt in the best light. It did happen oh. in Batut's last film yeah. when I was sitting yeah, there. No, it was you, embarrassing. There'll always be someone, you know, as if this movie is meant to be like a tourist board promoting the city. Uh, like I've seen this happen in Moroccan films, Egyptian films. So, uh, and again, I mean, there was nothing but love at the at the post uh, screening discussion. But again, it was red gala. It was full of kind of I think friends and family and loved ones, and you know, so it was so. And but they they just looked like they they looked relieved on stage and and it was uh, a fun post discussion and uh yeah I'm, I'm curious to know how the screening went this evening at mall of the emirates uh, but yeah i really hope uh, this is totally a standout film i know i know i talked about uh, withered green yesterday this one is is definitely gonna be in my list of favorite art films i've seen this year and yeah i mean i'm just so happy to like discover a film that i had never i didn't know anything about and it's completely like it, 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 it captured me, my heart, my mind, and uh, I have nothing but love for it. And now I'm just trying to, I want to promote this, and hopefully there'll be ways where people can see this. I, I know the producer th- said they're looking at having a wide release in February in Egypt, and hopefully a pan-Arab uh, cinema release. So I hope that happens, and hopefully it'll be another opportunity to see the film. I mean, the actors are so great in it, and uh, yeah, just everything it was just such a fun film. Um, like I said, it was. Um, I know it's really touching and funny and yeah we all get to see it again and it's surprising how he he was he was able to manage to put a lot of other aspects we didn't talk into and we won't talk into what gender and tradition and hierarchy and everything else mm. in a very smooth natural way without being preachy at all yeah. so definitely watch it it's called Ali the Goat and Ibrahim or in Arabic Ali Ma'za uh, Ibrahim and it's by the director Sharif Al-Bandari with cast uh, Ali Subhi Ahmed Magdi Salwa Muhammad Ali and uh, Nahid Sabai. And thank you for today. We'll come back again. There are two more days of Dubai Film Festival. Hear us later. Bye.